0: The Because of Summer Camp podcast, unearthing the deep-rooted lessons that camp actually teaches kids. Come find our show notes at camphacker.tv.
1: Hello, and welcome to our show. This is Because of Summer Camp, episode one, recorded on the 30th of January, 2014. Today's topic, Camp Teaches Kids Initiative, with guest, Travis Allison. If you would like easy, automatic, free updates of our podcast, you can subscribe in iTunes or use the Stitcher app. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Because of Summer Camp show, where we look to unearth the deep-rooted lessons that summer camp actually teaches kids. I'm Matt Hansberger, and at camp, they call me Iskis.
0: And I'm Ian Patton, and at camp, they call me Array. Today, joining us, we have Travis, or Zoic, Allison. Hey, Zoic, how are you doing today?
2: I'm good guys. thanks for having me on
0: excellent we're, we're pretty glad to have you here. Thank you for joining us. Um, I was curious if you could kind of give folks out there a little bit of a story about who you are.
2: yeah, sure, of course. like, do you mean who I am in general or who I am in the camp world?
0: um I think that in general works or the camp world, <laughs> I guess it's still part of who you are today, so
2: no it it absolutely is. It absolutely is. Yeah, I, uh, I have two jobs, sometimes it seems like I have six jobs, <laughs> but uh, in life I work as a consultant for a company called Social Catalyst and we do online marketing consulting um, for a bunch of different businesses and financial analysts and emergency services personnel. Um, but my real specialty is working with organizations that market families. So um, that includes private schools, but uh, a big focus of that is on summer camp, because of my experience at camp. Uh, and I worked for almost fifteen years as a, the executive director of a nonprofit organization that ran up to five summer camps at one point, and did that for fifteen years, and then left um, to do photography full time, and. Um, My contacts in the nonprofit world and certainly in the summer camp world kept asking me for some hints because I'd done a lot of work in online marketing for our camp because we couldn't afford to outsource any of that so I had to learn it all. So they kept asking me questions and it turned out that that consulting turned into my my main job. Um, But I also am still a professional photographer as well.
0: Excellent.
1: So pretty busy really. (laughs) Very busy. (laughs) And Zoek, so you started you started camp um, as a, as a camper and went through the the stages of being an LIT and kind of worked your way up to being a director.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm a I'm a proud third generation camp person. Um, and even my stepsons are really the fourth generation of my family to go to Camp Kintail. Um, my grandparents went when they were in their teens, and my mom and her brothers went. And, uh, and then when I was seven or eight, I don't really remember, but I think probably eight or nine, I guess, I went to Kintale as a junior boy and had a fun but really crazy first camp experience. I'm surprised that my parents let me go back again. Um, but uh, I did really start to love it and became a CIT and a counselor. And in high school, I worked at Kintale and also a, a sports and arts camp called Celtic. And then um, when I finished university, I started working at Glenmore Camp, which is where I would become the director a year later, um, and met my family there, uh, and lots of great people. So it, camp is certainly one of my greatest passions in the world.
1: That's great. That's great. Yeah, um, well, that's that's how uh, Ian and I, or Ray and I, Both got the chance to meet you and uh, work with you, and so we're really thankful that you're here doing this with us today and helping us out with this.
2: Yeah, right on. I'm excited too.
1: All right, so our topic of discussion today, and just to give you some context for every episode of the Because of Summer Camp podcast, uh, for those of you out there, Hopefully, you'll stay with us every week because each, or sorry, every week, each podcast, because every podcast we're going to focus on a lesson. And it'll be a general concept or a 21st century skill, some people might call it, that we think that summer camp teaches kids in a way that um, we haven't seen anywhere else but summer camp. Um, So today, what we're going to be talking about is the concept of initiative. So, uh, Array, you had a really, we were talking earlier, and you had a really great way to talk about initiative. Do you want to share that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that initiative has a lot to do with solving problems. So initiative, I think, is about, finding, is about taking that first step towards solving a problem, or even before it becomes a problem, taking a first step to be proactive in solving the problem-to-be.
1: Yeah, and, and for me, I think it's really about... Uh, As well as that, I think it's about adding your skills and what you're passionate about to uh, a certain situation that you can see. Uh, So if you're in a situation where you think that, hey, my skill set is very apt to uh, taking the situation in a new direction or helping the cause of an organization or whatever you're working on, then um, that's a chance for you to use initiative. So, uh, Zook, we have a few questions just for you specifically, and then we'll move into yep. a discussion. But so, I'd yeah. like to know uh, what the concept of initiative personally means to you, and why—like, why is that important to you?
2: Well, um, I, I think both of your definitions are right on. Um, I think that it's an important life skill, uh, and certainly, initiative makes. A good sense of initiative makes for really good camp staff people um, but I would say that I, I really learned that idea um, growing up on a farm and um, at different points in my life before I left home um, I would be responsible for chores on my own because my dad was working at a, off farm or that I'd be working with my dad from the time I was really little and um, I I knew then, um, and certainly my my father expected of me um, from the time I was really little that I would sort of anticipate um, the things that he would need in the job. So often we'd be working on a Saturday morning together, and and he would expect me to anticipate what he would need, um, and so that ex- that. Sense of expectation made me look for how to solve problems before they'd start. How to get things to my dad before he um, even turned to ask for them or had to ask for them, and um, made me very aware of potential problems around. And that's that's how that that thinking started for me. Um, and I took that into into the camp world. I used to find it really frustrating as a director when, um, for example, I remember staff member coming into the office and saying to me, "The tractor doesn't run," and that was her whole thing: is the tractor stopped running. And I'd say, "Well, did you check the gas?" Uh, "No." "All right, did you check, you know, um, some other really really basic thing?" And she's like, "No." It's like, "Okay." Well, go check that, and let me know. Come back to me if it still isn't running after you've you know, checked the gas, etc. So, I I learned from very young age to, to how to problem solve, and I like that. That's part of your definition array um, because um, I think it's just sort of a farmer's mentality. It's expensive to go into town for stuff. Um, it's expensive to lose half a day of work um, to go find a part or you know, keep running back into town and you need to be a little more self-reliant. And I think that that, that really does benefit camp people.
0: Absolutely, I'd agree. Um, I think I really, well, I really like a couple of the words you used. Uh, anticipate and aware. And I think that really helps kind of sum up a lot about initiative. Um, and you touched a little bit on how it's helpful at camp and how um, you had experience where you saw it as a valuable thing at camp. I was curious if you could touch a little bit on uh, where you see initiative being taught at camp.
2: Well, truthfully, Initiative at camp starts really young. I think a lot of our, a lot of campers come to camp, um, and one of the biggest things they get out of it is um, is a sense of independence and. And that's great. Like for them, a lot of them, that's a baby step: is independence from their mom and dad. But um, taking initiative and seeing the things that need to get done really does start from um, from a young age at camp. We expect kids to take part in chores or do duties, as we called it at our camp, um, where they be involved in the cleanup and and tidy up of camp. And like it or not, that just had to be done. Um, And I mean that's part of just being responsible member of a community, but as you get used to that, you start to look bigger. So you now have an understanding of um, of your part in the community and, and and a little understanding of all of the needs of the community. And then you start to see those needs and anticipate them. So you start from very young. I think from as um, you know, a sixteen-year-old L A T or a first year counselor, you're getting a little more and more a taste of of how you can affect your anticipation of these kind of things can affect positively the way the community works. And then as you get older, you get a bigger, you get more and more exposure to all of the levels of camp. Um, You know, as a first year counselor, you're really, you're, or even a CIT, um, your real experience is sort of on the playing games and singing songs level. And then, then after that, you start to see things like how you schedule 160 people um, to all be in the right place and be able to know where they are. And so you get, get illustrated, that gets shown to you. And I think the part of initiative is, is that awareness of, of something bigger than you, and I can't get little pieces of that at a time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what i what I noticed about camp too, and you are saying with starting with duties and uh, even when we train our staff uh, to lead songs and take initiative to do that, we explain why it's important too and I think that that's really essential in that because uh, then when you learn the context of, oh, we pick up trash or we clean the bathroom so that it's a nice space for everybody. Not, not only is that teaching initiative and teaching the intention behind it, you're also teaching good community living and a whole bunch of lessons built into that as well. That as well.
2: Yeah, and I think kids um, coming from their own home environment, they may have chores to do or, or, or expectations there, but um, the re- one of the great values of camp is that you can see the effect in a bigger way than just cleaning up my own room. Um, you can see how it, it it affects things, and and I think a good counselor reinforces the the lesson from the year before from another great counselor that you can anticipate things, you can look at things, and also that it's okay to step in and just do things. Sometimes you have first year counselors who are like, "Well, I saw that, that was a problem, but I didn't know if I should do anything about it," um, whereas you'd have an older staff member who'd be like, "Yeah, I just did it."
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, so uh, the last question that we have specifically for you is about – it's kind of a two-parter. But we wanted to talk to you specifically about initiative because uh, because of all the things you've been involved in uh, after being a camp director. So uh, you, you said you were doing photography full-time as Travis Allison photographer. Um, you worked with your YouTube channel, Subtle Vox, if I'm not mistaken, um, yep. as well, Walking Back for Consulting is something that you and um, Topaz or Beth still do, uh, and as well now this work with Camp Hacker and with um, Social Catalyst, I mean, you're like we said, you've been very busy. So, I'm curious to know, how does initiative relate to all the things that you do um, professionally today? <sighs>
2: Well, uh, it's essential. It's essential in the work I do with clients. It's essential in the work, um, the other personal projects that I have as well. Um, Things like Camp Hacker, for example, which is turning into almost a complete network um, based on the idea of summer camp. And if if you're looking at this from outside of the industry, you would think, how could they even have that much to talk about? Um but I know that we we 're not even scratching the surface, <laughs> and because of my passion for the change that happened in me, the change that I saw in myself at camp um, and the change that i 've seen in hundreds of people um, who go from sort of not selfish but self centered like inward focused um, who then have their lives completely flipped around um, and become great great human beings. Uh, all of that, all of that is because of initiative. And all of those things inspire me to to want to do these things. So yes, no one had ever done a podcast about summer camp before, so I just did it. Um, and it's not always easy. And I have a lot of help from people like Iskis, um, and even in you, the two of you stepping in to do another show on the network like this one. Um, and, um, I think I just see things that I think are are a need, and I just do it. Sometimes it means that I don't stop doing other things to bring on new things, and that's problematic. But um, I feel so passionately about summer camp, and I'm so worried about where summer camp is going that uh, I'm just willing to just do it and, and push it's, others it's, to do it as well.
1: Uh, yeah, and and. I mean, that's really the point of this show, right? Is because we're all passionate about summer camp, and uh, people outside, they if you haven't experienced yet, experienced summer camp yet, then it's kind of hard to see these values. And I think that sometimes we can be, we collectively in the summer camp world can be seen as professional kid wranglers. Um, yep. But we know that with these lessons um, that there's so, so much more to it and why it touches us in such a personal way. So, uh, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, of course. Thank you very much. Uh, so from there,
0: I think that we we all care deeply about camp, but I think that we're going to move from being personal and we're going to move to the greater kind of implications to the world. Uh, so, Zook, we might put you on the spot a little bit here. Um, yeah. But we're going to start a discussion with you and talking a little bit about uh, why do you think that um, <laughs> initiative is important to the real world? So if you'd like to start us off, why do you think that initiative is important outside of camp? Yeah. Well,
2: I, I have to start. The camp as a jumping off point, but you'll see why in just a second. Uh, one of the things that I always worried about as a camp director is whether or not I was inspiring my staff and campers to care enough about the world. I believe that they wholeheartedly cared about camp and cared about each other. But whether or not that was a bigger, if the, if we were somehow instilling a, enough of the feeling of, of a bigger picture. And I come to that because my camp director growing up, Bob Ferris, um, there were he was a camper seven years straight, which was those seven years that I was a camper, and um had such a huge impact on my friends, my camp friends, my counselors uh, because you know, he inspired all of us to think bigger than camp and to think about how we could take these lessons and apply them to outside the outside world and so So that's what I was, that's how I was raised at camp, and I wanted that to be, um, I desperately wanted that to be part of my impact on the camp community, um, is that it inspired people to to think bigger. And so, camp's impact on initiative, or how we can apply that to to the the bigger world is, is, um, we need to, as camp professionals, teach people to think bigger than themselves, or think bigger than that moment or camp, or think of camp as being more a year-round impact on your life instead of just a short-term impact on your life. But I think that we can do that quite easily. It's a great environment for teaching. And we can then, um, it it really does translate quite easily. It's natural that that translates into the world. We had friends who, um, one of my high school buddies, the, the daughters who were, you know, they were, I think, seven and nine when this started. And and um, we hadn't seen them in, a, in a, the daughters in a couple of years. So we saw these, their daughters. And their older daughter was just the perfect camp kid from the get-go. And so we said, you've got to send her to camp. Um, and she went to camp with her cousins and truly, truly loved it. But I... Remember her mom saying to us afterwards that she couldn't believe the change in her daughter from just two weeks at camp—that her daughter would um, look after her sister just naturally, would clean up after herself, would um, you know, was better at talking to adults. All those those great things that I think start at camp, and then you learn um, that you you're more fulfilled in taking initiative. I think really fulfillment's a big part of it. It's not selfish you just do have some great positive effects from being the one who sees problems and solves them. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I think that that is way better than what what I I had come up with for this, but I I think that uh, for me it's a diversity of skills um, that are allowed to be accessed because of taking initiative at camp, and I think especially if you are a staff member, and especially especially if you're a staff member, that you know that your job position may be lit director, or your your position may be the um, waterfront director. But that never means you're just the waterfront director or the lit director. Right. It means it means you're also the. the toilet plunger plunger. if the toilet needs plunging or you're also the kid comforter if if a camper needs comforting. Um, And I've had really great experience with camp Kind of understanding where my skill sets were, partially because I was, a, uh, I learned to be a good self-advocate and, and show those skills, but also uh, because camp knew that about me, so I I could be called on to do those certain things um, that weren't necessarily in my job description. So outside of camp, if we can install instill that in the campers and the staff members that we reach, then. It doesn't seem to me that far fetched that that'll be able to translate into the real world. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think I've, that's definitely a big thing. I think that having this uh, diverse set of skills allows for allows people to understand that they can step in in different places. And I think that is absolutely what initiative is. But what I really liked about uh, Zoe's point was about. Um, well, I, I kind of generalize it as happiness. <laughs> uh, I think that with initiative, people are able to be much happier. I I don't I haven't done any research on it, but I'm pretty sure that if you took camp people at camp and asked them if they are happy, you'd probably have a pretty good response with, yeah, they're pretty happy. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with initiative, because if people um, aren't just saying, I'd like to do this, they're actually taking that extra step and going to do that, they're doing something that they're passionate about, or they're doing something that they want to be doing, I think that comes up with a lot more fulfillment and happiness overall. So I think that if we uh, look at the greater picture of all well, the world and if people took more initiative in the world, I think that more things would get done and people would be doing more things they're passionate about, which I think would translate into happiness. Yeah, I agree.
1: And Array, right, that is a perfect transition. Uh, I couldn't, we couldn't planned it better ourselves into the last part of our show. So the way that we want to end each episode is by giving you, we're calling it a tangible takeaway, nice little alliteration uh, for you, but we want to know uh, from everyone who joins us on the podcast, including ourselves, each week, how you can apply this lesson to your current lifestyle. So we talked about how to bring it into the real world, so we're going to give you some concrete ways for you to try out, Um, and hopefully you can work on these before the next episode is, and you can leave us a comment on the blog that will be on Uh, camphacker.tv, and tell us how those tangible takeaways are going for you. So I'll start things off, and I would like you this week to create a list of things that you're passionate about and find a way to incorporate each of your passions into um, a project that you're working on or into your workplace. So uh, I can give you a a quick example. Uh, This past week at one of my work meetings, actually on... When was Bell Let's Talk Day? That was Tuesday, right?
2: Tuesday, yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah. So it was Bell Let's Talk Day um, a great initiative that Bell put on. And uh, what I, I suggested to my boss was if we could all take a second or take about two minutes in our meeting to uh, stop meeting and text everyone in the meeting and see how much money we could raise in five minutes. And that was an example of me taking my passion for uh, helping other people and passion for helping the world out and incorporating that into my lifestyle or into my workplace. So that's, that's the kind of thing I'm going for. So find something you're passionate about and take it to where you work. Take it to who you're talking to and, um, and see what happens and let us know how that goes for you.
0: Excellent. I came up with one as well, uh, and the one that I'm thinking of is I know that I'm guilty of this all the time. I always go and say, oh, we should hang out some time or oh, we should definitely go and do this together with many different people in my life, uh, my friends, family, absolutely everybody in my life. I'm very guilty of this, but I think that a good challenge for this week would be taking that first step of initiative in that personal relationship because I think that really shows a person how much you are invested and how much you absolutely care about um, that person. That's what I'm going to try to do this week
1: and I challenge you to do the same. Nice. Zoek, did you have one that you wanted to challenge the world to?
2: Well, sure, I I absolutely do. Um, I'm I'm happiest when I am learning, I I know that. Um, But part of the way I've been able to accomplish so much um, for little that I have accomplished, but what I have accomplished has been because I am quick to educate myself and happy to find the resources to educate myself. So um, I would say that my tangible takeaway is learn something. If there's a topic that you're interested in or passionate about, try to find YouTube video, blogs, whatever, to just take your knowledge one level deeper. And um, and I have to caution myself about this all the time, that it can't just be acquiring knowledge. Um, you have to do something with it. and um, I constantly remind myself that my mission is to consume less and create more. And so I, I consume the knowledge, but I have to do something with it, too. So I think my tangible takeaway is consume less and create more.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Nice. I like it. That's great. Uh, okay, well, that's uh, that's about it uh, for us. And we're uh, running a little short on time. But Zoak, I would like to know if you want to plug your networks or uh, ways people can get in touch with you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, thank you, first of all, for the invite, guys. I really, I really appreciate it. It's nice to be on the other side of interviews. Um, that's fun for me. Uh, so if you're interested in the camp stuff, you can go to camphacker.tv. Um, my regular work stuff is at socialcatalyst.ca. Um, I'm pretty active on Twitter, and you can reach me at Zoic, which is Z-O-I-C, Or at Camp Hacker, either one of those. I'm I'm active on both both of those. So, if you really want to find me online anywhere, you can look up Zoic, and I am pretty much guaranteed to be most of the front page.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, thank you so much for coming and joining us today, and being on that side of the interviewing. Um, That was awesome. I guess that's it for today. So, uh, thanks everybody for the great show, and thanks for the evening, friends. We'll see you next time. The Because of Summer Camp podcast is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, Summer Camp leadership training and marketing consultant. Thanks for listening.
1: Camp Hacker, bringing your world into focus.